for the public school system, at least in my state, you get these random three-day weekends. I had one uh, just about two weeks ago. It was President's Day. I had a four-day week. And this past week, I had another four-day week as uh, it was Parent-Teacher Conference Day on Friday. And I really, uh, I just love having these random surprise uh, vacations. And it happens to be a a weekend where I'm going solo as my wife is out of town. And um, so I looked at it as I was going into this weekend as another possibility of um, getting some creative stuff done uh, musically or with writing or on some of my creative projects. And as usual, I had this uh, sense of resistance and, you know, the fears and the doubts that I, you know, maybe wasn't going to be able to get done what I wanted to get done, that I was going to fritter away my time, maybe uh, just going down YouTube rabbit holes and all these things that I, uh, traps that I've been sort of falling into lately or stepping into. But um, this weekend started a little bit differently and tragically even. I was uh, in one of my social media rabbit holes and I don't participate much, especially on Facebook. I just take a brief scan and look at various pictures of nieces and nephews. and um, I don't interact very much. But I was struck because there's a, uh, an acquaintance of mine, somebody I really didn't know well. Uh, just We had both been working uh, office jobs. This is back at least... I don't know, 10 years or so ago. And we were working these menial office jobs um, at the UNC, University of North Carolina Business School. She was um, the front desk person as you came into the building. And I worked on the third floor um, in an office of the business school as the front desk receptionist up there. And I would uh, frequently come down and be running various errands or taking a break, and I'd pass by the front desk, and we would just exchange pleasantries and small talk. And, you know, we it was with a wink knowing that, you know, here we are, two youngish people on the way to something else or somewhere else, or we're just trying to survive this uh, eight-to-five menial job thing that's... um. That's just a temporary thing. Now, I should say I was youngish. I was in my 30s. I was actually probably 35 at least, a little older than that. And she was much younger than me, somebody that she was just in her early 20s. And the the thing that that struck me on Facebook and I sort of I saw this coming is she announced at least a year ago, that she had some serious form of cancer and it did not look good, that she was just going to have a matter of months maybe to live. And at the time, I remember that hitting really hard because this is a, you know, a young person who's 
I believe only 34 years old or so now. And uh, even though I didn't really know her, I just thought, wow, that that sucks because I had seen on Facebook that she had gotten married and was sort of moving on into her life. And um, anyway, time went by and then she she just posted announcing that she's in the hospital and is at the end and just has only um, a matter of days. And it, it just, I don't know, it hit me at a certain moment. Of course, it's always just tragic when somebody young is passing away. But the, the fact that she announced it on Facebook and the way that she announced it she just, um, you know, with a little bit of uh, uh, pointing out the awkwardness of having to bring up such a thing on Facebook, it just seemed like the most direct way to let everybody know. But she just expressed such gratitude um, and just basically said that she was ready and at peace with it. And uh, she felt very privileged um, that she had such a good life as short as it was. And um, just, I don't know, there was something about the way that she expressed it the moment I read it. It just, it really pierced something in me. And it's been a very long time since I shed any tears, and I just sat there in front of my computer and cried, which surprised me. And death just has a way of, of doing that, but it also just, uh, it just put things in perspective as these things do. Like, you know, here I am, my biggest struggle is what to do with this three day weekend of mine. And and if I'm going to have certain creative blocks and this person who's, uh, far younger than me, her life is coming to an end and she has to accept that. And it just, um, I don't know. It's just these things just strike in such a deep place. And then, I don't know, something just clicked. I mean, as I woke up yesterday, I was reminded of uh, some various videos that I've seen recently. And the theme of both of them was, uh, you know, to just, um, just do it when it comes to creativity. Now, we all have these ridiculous reasons in our head that keep us from, uh, in one guy's case, doing a, a YouTube video. He had um, he had set it as a New Year's resolution in the, in at the beginning of last year, and a whole year went by, and he just never got it done because he it was never good enough. He didn't have a good enough camera. He just always had these this excuses, and he finally just sat down and did it. And you could sense the liberation that he felt. Another video was a guy that uh, was just talking about finishing songs, which of course really struck home. That it's just, uh, you know, just go ahead and finish them. Even though they're not ready, there's just something about getting it done. And it's been a very long time since I've done any recording, and I have this the same excuses in my head. Like, it's just, I'm not ready, it's not good enough. And I think the the combination of all these things and of of reading what uh, this friend of mine wrote who was coming to the end of her life just freed me. I just felt um, 
I don't know. I just felt like the the burden of all those excuses, the weight of the, uh, of it all, just lifted. And so, I did sit down finally, and um, I just hit record and started working. And this is, of course, I've had this realization over and over again. All the recordings I've ever made, I wasn't ready. The songs weren't ready. The only thing that was different about those times whether it's songs that I'm happy with and proud of or not, is just, I just sat down and did it. Um, All the songs I've ever written, all the, definitely the ones I've recorded, are just there because on that day, I just pressed the record button and went to work. And so that's what I did uh, yesterday and a little bit this morning. I finally just pushed that record button and just went to work. And of course... Uh, the momentum of not working on this stuff is always apparent, and it was a, a real struggle. Well, it was both a struggle and not, as you'll hear, um, there's sort of a two-part song that I'll post at the end of this podcast. The second part I did first, and that one had uh, drum beats and required me to learn how to use my Dr. Rhythm 770, which I haven't used in a very long time. Um it also, it's been a long time since I even played electric guitar and I just couldn't figure out how to get, you know, decent sound out of that. I had to dust off the old bass. So there's all this aspects of recording that, you know, those, those muscles have atrophied because I just haven't been doing it. And, you know, it does show, I think, on the recording. I mean, the guitar sounds aren't great, but there is something about Still, I'm satisfied with it because I just sat down and did it. And the only way that I'm going to get better is if I sit down and do it on a regular basis so that next time uh, I will remember how to use the drum machine and the guitar amp and guitar effects and garage band. And and then this morning I woke up and just went really back to basics and just grabbed the acoustic and shoved a microphone in my face and got out my old boss BR-864 digital A-track and uh, just spun the knobs real quick and hit record and just sang a a little demo live of of an old song of mine. And it's funny because that, in some way, I mean, that literally took five minutes, whereas the the second part of the recording, that's a little more... um, produced and has different instruments and it took me all day yesterday so it was a it's an interesting contrast and I I enjoyed it both and I just ended up splicing the two recordings one onto the other and I'm kind of happy with it I mean it's definitely um, a step in the right direction as far as just getting back in there and doing the recording and it was really only after that I had had this sense of gratitude and wanting to dedicate it to my friend. Her name is Brianna. Um, Because all that was like percolating, I think, in my subconscious to, uh, you know, it helped free me that experience on Friday of, of reading her post and shedding those tears, I think, really opened me up. So uh, I dedicate uh, this song and this, this episode to her. And I think I'm just going to leave it at that for today. Um, If you want to interact with me at all, and 
I'm, I'm only saying this because no one ever has, but uh, you can hit me up on Twitter at Head the Gong. It's probably the best way, or you could leave uh, leave a comment on the blog, and um, I'd be happy to answer any of your questions or uh, otherwise engage with you. Um, otherwise, I'll probably just, like I've mentioned a hundred times before, uh, I'm, I'm kind of satisfied with being the only listener of my own podcast. I'll, I'll listen to this episode, I'm sure, in a few months, and it'll it'll give me some some anchoring or some bearing on uh, how to go forward. So either way, I'm good. Um, if there is anyone else listening, I appreciate it, and I will uh, speak to you next time. The flash of light is just ahead of me. The cries of angels fall.
Another 